just be happy. Like, really, like, this is an incredible two-pack, and they did a total throwback to that LJN Hogan. Okay, it's not 100% accurate. Come on. Can we just be happy? Dear Steve. <laughs> oh, sir. Now regarding the big green belt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs> Hey, welcome to episode 355 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Man, I am so pumped. It is a good day to be a wrestling figure collector. Which part? Well, started off the morning. 9 a.m. sharp, jumping on Mattel Creations' website, getting that Hogan Funk 2-pack. Actually grabbed two because I thought they were going to sell out super quick, so I grabbed an extra just to help somebody out if need be, like I did with the Slaughter, uh, like I did with the last uh, set that came out, uh, the Hogan and Zeus. But dude, as of about 20 minutes ago, they're still available. Hmm. Are you thinking about getting another set? Oh, no, absolutely not. It's two max per person. So, no, I'm good on my two. But uh, I, I honestly think I thought they were going to sell out. So, you know, kind of that that whole, okay, in case somebody misses out, we've got an extra to help somebody out with it. But I don't think it's going to be needed. I'm like, I'm not going to return it. Do I open it? I, I don't know. But I got two sets coming, so I'm super excited about that. And we're going to be getting into maybe some more Coliseum stuff in the news. Yeah, Steve Ozer did a live tonight, so... Amazing. Absolutely amazing. We'll get into that in the news, of course. If you want to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts. You can just do a Google search. That's the best way to do it. You can find all of our shows over there or on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, trivia questions. Please. Or anything else at all. Send it on over to FullyPosableWFP at gmail.com. All right, dude. Outside of... The Hogan and Funk 2-pack, Ultimate 2-pack, I should say. Did you get anything else? No, really pumped the brakes on the collecting for the time being. Uh, Was really saving up for that Hogan and Funk 2-pack. Wanted to get my hands on that. And really, I've kind of got everything caught up. Uh, Got a couple things sitting still over at my BBTS pile of loot. Got my Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe Classified sitting in there. I got one of the twins from the G.I. Joe Classified line, Zamot, sitting in the pile of loot. So just kind of waiting on things to still come in. I got a lot of pre-orders still pending there. So yeah, just kind of pump the brakes, but just super, super excited about that Hogan Funk 2-pack. That thing is, I mean, from the box art to the figures themselves, just absolutely amazing, dude. So how much is the slaughter on BBTS? 
34, 35, something like that. 34, $35. This past weekend, Norm and I walked around the Santa Clara toy show or San Jose toy show, whatever you guys want to call it. Nice. Somebody had that slaughter and they wanted 65 bucks for it. Come on, dude. You could literally jump on BBTS and get it right now. It's in stock. Well, that's the funny thing is Norm and I were kind of like, oh man, that's that's kind of high. And I was like, dude, I think you can go on to BBTS and find it for cheaper. He goes, can you? I was like, yeah. Yes. The San Jose Toy Show was a lot of fun, man. Missed you, of course. Missed Yeah. Big Sorry, dude. Oh, good. Understood. Missed Big Dave, of course. But had a great time there with Norm. We got to see some carded LJNs two-pack. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, some dude had Hogan and Hillbilly Jim for 650 bucks. Oh, do you remember walking into Hayward Toys R Us and they had like an eight foot section of shelves stacked high, like eight feet wide, all the way to the top of the rack filled with Hogan and Hillbilly Jim two packs along with Sheik and Volkov. Yes. Those are the only ones that they had and they were stacked high, piled deep. Could you imagine if we had just grabbed like six of those and stashed them away? Like that's insane. 650 bucks. They wanted 650 bucks. The cards were damaged. Holy but, crap. Come on. But they were still in box. Just the cards had some dings to them. Wow. That's crazy. Norm handed me my PSA graded nine rock rookie card. Graded nine. It did grade a nine. I was concerned about it because the corners were a little, as Mike the Cleaner says, a little soft. It was a S-A-W-F-T soft. Wow, way to bring it back to that. <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while, but uh, no, not that type of swap. <laughs> gotcha. Mark. So <laughs> it came back a nine, so I'm going to probably be setting that up in the detolf next weekend when we all put those up. Okay, so you're not selling it. As of right now, no. Okay. So I did pick up some other things. I picked up a old starting lineup for my buddy Jason. You know Jason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you get? I got a Chris Spielman Buffalo Bills starting lineup for five bucks from him. Nice. And then I also bought a Bruce Smith Buffalo Bills 96 starting lineup from him. And these were mint on card? They are mint on card. Yeah, actually, they are. Nice. Very nice, dude. That's awesome. Starting lineups making a comeback. Then... I'm doing good throughout the show. In fact, it was funny because we got up to this loose bin and they had a Chris Hero Mattel figure in the loose bin for 40 bucks. Oh, dude. I picked it up and I was like, "Uh, do I want this? I put it back and Norm came walking over and he goes, oh, they've got the Hero? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, dude, I'm going to try to talk him down to 35. I was like, dude, you know what? Go for it. He goes up to the guy. He goes, will you take 35 for it? Guy goes, yep. Nice. So he, so Norm got the uh, Chris Hero or Cassius Ono. The guy also had the Mattel Creations set in his booth. He wanted three hundred for it. The Hogan and Zeus. Sorry, New Gen Ring. Oh, the New Gen. Okay, so it was three hundred. You said he wanted three hundred for it, and that's just the ring. That was just. Well, no, it was the. It was everything. Sorry. With it was Macho. Th- so he was selling Macho separately. Oh. Me not hoping, not knowing what he had, he had the macho actually sitting on the peg. Because in his booth, he had a bunch of pegs and a bunch of ultimates sitting there. Okay. So I picked up the macho. I was like, oh, how much for this macho? And he goes, 120. And I'm like, 
Ah, damn it. He knew which one he had. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was hoping he would be like, oh, 40 bucks because it's the uh, Target. But he The knew Target what, one. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew what he had. So anyways. Of course. So anyways, I was actually doing pretty good, not spending much money until I got to a guy's table. So through the years, you guys have probably heard that Scott and I are baseball nuts, of course. So this guy at his table had a home plate of Will Clark. And it had Will Clark's logo on there, and it was autographed by Will Clark. So what it was is this was a special event giveaway at Pac Bell or Oracle Park two weeks after his retirement. Oh, that was the game we didn't get to go to. Right. We were supposed to go to the retirement, but two weeks after for the foundation, the autistic foundation that he has for his son, he was doing a, a charity thing. Oh, well, at the Giants ballpark? At the Giants ballpark. Why didn't we hear about this? I don't know. But this was actually a special event giveaway. Home plate, Will Clark's logo with Will Clark's autograph on it. And I'm like, oh, crap. I was doing so good until. <laughs> so I asked the guy, I go, hey, how much for the home plate? And the guy goes, 150 Hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. You're correct. So I'm kind of like, eh, all right. So I said, hey, I'm going to walk around a little bit more and. I'll come back. I come walking back because Norm's like, are you going to get it? And I'm, I'm wavering. I was like, 150 that's expensive. You know, I go back to the guy's thing. So here's the funny part, dude. So I'm talking to the guy and I was like, hey, would you be willing to do – Norm actually was kind of my mouthpiece. He goes, would you do be willing to do 120 The guy goes, no. Mm-hmm. Here's the funny part. So one of the guys that was working the booth with the guy we are communicating with – has a sticky note. He plops it down right on the home plate and it says, Will Clark autograph home plate, $100. Oh, shit. I was like, okay, I'll take it for $100. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I'm like, no, it says $100. I'll take it for $100. And the guy goes, no, it's $150. And he looks back at his buddy. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Uh- and the guy goes, what? He goes, it's $150 for the home plate, not $100. And the guy oh. goes, oh, it's not? I was like, he's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> so like these two are beefing at each other, right? <laughs> so now we have a dispute. And I was like, can I get it for the hundred? He goes, no, it's 150. And I was like, all right, all right. So anyways, I bought the long story long. I bought the home plate for one. Oh, nice. Okay. Very good. So I, it's one of those, like I couldn't pass it up. So here's the cool thing at the table. The guy didn't have the COA. Oh, however, we exchanged information. I told him I was a famous podcaster. Oh, okay. Yes. Sometimes that helps. Yes, exactly. So he, he goes, look, he goes, I don't have the COA. I said, okay. And he goes, however, I know the marketing guy for the Giants. He can get me the COA on a letterhead and I can mail it to you. Yes. I was like, perfect. And I said, can I get your information? I said, I'm not saying you're unreliable, but you know, can I get your information if I don't hear anything from you after a certain amount of time? And he goes, completely reasonable. He gave me all of his info. Very cool, dude. Okay, so how are you going to display that? It's just a home plate, right? It's not inside of a frame? No. So I'm going to put it in the detolf. I want to get a home plate stand right. or, or some type of stand to prop it up. Okay. I'm hoping to get that and have it propped up in the detolf because here's what I'm thinking for the detolf. So right now I have three. Mm-hmm. One of the detolfs is going to be all wrestling. Okay. 
The other DTOF will be miscellaneous. For example, He-Man. I'm debating on the G.I. Joes, like the classifieds. I'm debating on those. Uh, Debating like keeping them and opening them or you're still debating selling off your collection? I'm debating opening them and putting them in the DTOF. Okay. I'm thinking about putting the NECA Back to the Future in the miscellaneous shelves. Dude, you should do a movie shelf. I've thought about that. You've got Turtles figures. You've got Back to the Future. I've thought about that. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a movie. It could just be called the entertainment shelf, you know? Right. Like TV shows, cartoons, what have you. Then I also have the Baroness riding Megatron and the yes. Bumble and the Bumblebee with Stalker. Okay, and you're opening those. And I'm going to open those. So I'm thinking if I have the miscellaneous Detolf, and then I also have a sports Detolf, and then a wrestling Detolf. Okay, so I, one whole Detolf is going to be sports. Thinking so right now. It's, it's going to be played by ear, you know what I mean? Okay. So when they're actually up and then I kind of start to fiddle and place everything in and out and all that stuff. Right. That's when I'll start to kind of see how everything's going to place out. Gotcha. Okay. Now we're building those next weekend. Did you get all the risers and all that stuff that you need? Risers are in. I didn't get the LED lights. Okay. I I do need to get those. Okay. So you're not going to go with the overhead puck lights. So I'm kind of concerned about that because I don't know if that puck light is going to generate enough light being able to illuminate the whole entire detolf All the way down, right. Yeah, that's my concern. So I think the LED strips, like bright light LED strips, right. would probably be the best way to go. Yeah, that website that I sent you, they had a pretty cool kit. So think about those. Okay. I've heard good things. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I may check that out. So anyways, that was it regarding the toy show. It was a lot of fun. I missed you, of course. You know, that's our kind of our thing, so. No, it totally is. But you know, when your daughter says that she really wants you to go to a photo shoot, you go to a photo shoot. I understand, man. I yeah, get it. Yeah, because there's going to be that day where she's like, nah, I don't want dad around. So yeah. So I'll embrace it while I have it at the expense of a toy show. Easy price to pay. All right. Are you ready for the news? Can't wait. Let's go talk about it. Oh, you going to learn today. We're going to kick off the news with Power Town. And this was some huge news from Power Town. Huge. <laughs> they tweeted out, Power Town Wrestling has officially acquired the rights to the historic Remco brand and logo for a new line of wrestling action figures. The Remco Series 1 lineup will be announced January of 23. I'm getting kind of concerned because now this will be the third third company that is doing Remco style figures. Are we going to be oversaturated with Remco figures? Now, granted, they will be different figures. Like, for example, Asylum got Road Warrior figures. Yes. So you can assume that Powertown does not have the rights to do the Road Warriors in the Remco line. Correct. So is Powertown going to do, obviously, they have the right to do Greg Gagne. So are they going to do Greg Anya and Jim, Jim Brunzel and recreate the High Flyers? Or what? I'm curious which route they're going to go to recreate these. Well, I think there's pros and cons to doing what you just talked about with releasing two packs of guys that were released in the past. The big bonus here is the card back art because it's exactly what you saw with the 80s product, that series one that came out. The card back is exactly the same. It's a two pack of figures. I don't know what price point is going to be. We know that Asylum Superstore is charging $24.99 per figure for theirs. 
If the math checks out the same with Powertown, that's going to be $50 for a two-pack of Remco's. That might be kind of high for a lot of people, but it's it's kind of the wait-and-see game. I guess we'll have to wait until January. Hopefully, they have some pricing information. But dude, the card back is what's going to set Powertown apart from Asylum and Mattel. They can do a true callback, right, to the Remco line itself. I'm super excited to see what the future holds for this. Are we going to get soft goods clothing? Or is it going to be Polly Pocket? Obviously, if you want to stay true to what Remco was, and one of my arguments in setting fire to the Hasbro line and keeping the Remco line alive (laughs) was the soft goods clothing. It added a lot to the figure. It, It was... Perceived value, I guess you could say. So it'll be interesting to see if Powertown goes the full nine with this. You've got the card back. You've got the two figures on the front. Plastic accessories. Soft goods clothing. I think that's going to be a total home run here. But it's going to come down to obviously price point and names for a lot of people. Because you did mention there is competition now for this. They're not the only game in town for a Remco throwback. But... That card art for me is a huge game changer and will lead into, okay, do I want to spend X amount of dollars or do I not want to spend X amount of dollars? Oh, look at that card art. That's exactly what I could have gotten in 1985. I'm buying it. That to me is a tipping point in favor of Powertown. Yeah, and I'm curious which way they're going to go with, which wrestlers are they going to go with? So there's so so many questions that I would love to have answered, but time will tell. We'll get Series one lineup announced January 20th of, excuse me, January of 2023. So we'll, we'll have all of our answers right then. Yeah. I can't wait. Like that to me is super exciting because I've always said, I felt that Remco died too early of a death. There was still blood in that line. There was still life to it. And I wish they could have jumped and gotten the NWA license somehow to incorporate NWA because they had the road warriors incorporate NWA figures into their AWA line to get guys like Dusty and Nikita, and they already had Flair as well. But you start pulling in some of those guys, Tully Blanchard on Anderson, you start breathing that into the Remco line. I think it's got a lot of life left to it. Well, now they've got a huge roster of guys, and we could get two packs of like Kerry Von Erich and Magnum TA. You and I would have punched somebody in the mouth back in the day to get our hands on a two pack of Kerry Von Erich and Magnum TA. So again, it's going to come down to names for me, and price point, but that card art, I mean, that is is tickling me right in the nostalgia feels. <laughs> like, you're going to drop your money on this, and you know what? Yes, I am, and I cannot wait to see the assortment for this. Stop tickling the taint, right? So <laughs> You can tickle me eternally with this one. That one's really good, dude. Like, honestly, I saw that card art and that Powertown had the rights to it, and I'm like, man, I know I've said it a million times on this show. What a great time to be a wrestling figure collector. Our wallets are weeping. JT actually talked about that last week. Yes, for sure. But hey, you know, it's when it comes down to stuff like this, keep crying, wallet. I'm going to keep hammering you. So that will be Powertown Wrestling starting in January of 23. All right, let's move over to Zombie Sailor. He showed off his prototype Jack Tunney figure, which I thought was really good. Really well done. Yeah, that's a great figure. And it does fit in with the Hasbro era, albeit the tail end of, or the very, very beginning of the Hasbro era because Tunney was around for the ultimate challenge, but I don't know how much longer he was around after that. 
Um, that's a great question. When did it switch over to Gorilla? I want to say 93, 94, something like that. But Tunney wasn't on TV much after the ultimate challenge that I can remember, aside from a few spots here and there. But again, I mean, even with that time frame, this one does fit with the Hasbro era. And I know a lot of people are like, if somebody does a Hasbro figure that didn't fit into that era or wasn't WWF, I'm not buying it. Well, this one fits. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. All right. We'll start off the Mattel news with the next Ultimate Edition Coliseum collection. Showed off on Steve Ozer's IG Live just tonight. And it is Rick Rude and Jake the Snake Roberts. Brilliant. Rude has his hands on his hips like the infamous horrible LJN pose. Brilliant. Jake the Snake Roberts will have the snake. The card art will have Rick Rude on one side. He's opening up his robe. Jake on the other. And the gear is 100% accurate to the LJNs. Not a lot of people called that set uh, Jake and Rick Rude. But it totally makes sense. These guys had a big time feud back in the 80s. So it totally makes sense to pair them up. They had the rights to both guys. I can't wait to see what other accessories Rick Rude comes with. Obviously, you know, Jake will be the the snake in the bag. But absolutely fantastic set. I love that they announced the next set the night that the uh, the set available for purchase now went on sale. So Hogan Funk went on sale today, which is Friday. And then that night, boom, Steve holds a live where, hey, guys, thanks for purchasing that one. Here's the next one. I love that. That's fantastic. That gives us something to look forward to. Yes, and Steve also dropped some other news regarding other stuff coming up on his IG Live. But the figures look great. Also, in the back of Steve Ozer was the card art for the next retros, which was Valentine, Luger, Tugboat, and Doink. Oh, nice. Okay, and Valentine being the Rhythm and Blues Valentine. Yep, because he if you look in the back, he has this kind of huge wall display. And he had the retros up top, and he had the first two series, Hart Foundation, Nikolai, all that stuff, Jimmy Hart, and then the first wave. But if you look next to it, there was the third one. It had Luger, Valentine, Doink, and Tugboat. So Nice. Okay. All right. I'm going to get to some quick, quick stuff on the Wrestling Figs message boards. Nivro, N-I-V-R-O, said, I just saw the in-hand picks of Hogan Funk pack on TNI. What's TNI, Scott? Mm, I'm unclear. Un- Goddamn acronyms, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what TNI is. Anyways, he says, while I love the figures and think they look great, I have to ask, why was there such a shortcut taken on the big green belt? Yeah, you watch how you talk to Steve Ozer. (laughs) The main plate is missing the detail on the globe, as well as the wrestler holding the title. I can't imagine this title getting released too many times, especially enough where it gets a retooling. Wouldn't it be best to get it accurate the first go around, or... Was there a license deal where you couldn't replicate it? The actual 30-plus-year-old LJN title is actually more detailed than this. Steve replied, Not a shortcut, as we actually had to create a new version. We unfortunately couldn't get clearance to use the original design, so we made a new version that pays homage to the original. If we get access to the classic design, we'll absolutely get into the line somewhere. 
In your face. To the face. Just be happy. Like, really, like, this is an incredible two-pack, and they did a total throwback to that LJN Hogan. Okay, it's not 100% accurate. Come on. Can we just be happy? Dear Steve. <laughs> oh, sir. Now regarding the big green belt. <laughs> Come on now. Like you said, just be happy, dude. Come just on. Just be happy. It's an incredible figure. I love the throwback. It's not 100% accurate. I mean, I get it for the belt, guys. I'm sure it's disappointing. But I, when you saw what it was, you had to assume, okay, they probably didn't have full rights to do everything exact. So just take what you get and be happy. Like, you got to be kidding. Be so, happy. This is incredible. And watch your tone with Steve. Big green belt. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> CTM814 said, Steve. Will there be new rockers figure? Wait, new rockers? Like, are we talking Al Snow and Marty Jannetty? Oh, one can only hope. Or is he talking about rockers, like the original rockers? We need clarification on this. I'm going to assume Al Snow and Marty Jannetty. Good assumption. Because he did say new rockers. He did say new rockers. Yes. So, yes. Steve, will there be new rockers figures, or is the Legends 2-pack the end all of that set? Steve said, I hope someday, but it's simply not in the cards right now. You can almost hear the Steve Ozer papers flying in. I know. There they are. There they are. And what And what do they say, Jeff? If they're available to us. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Say no more. So, next question. Wu-Tang is for the children. Still a great name. Said, hey, Steve, thanks again for everything you and the team do. Can't wait for the Coliseum drop. You guys crushed the hype videos. Loving them. Where do we stand with Demolition? Are Axe and Smash characters you have access to? And I know the Rockers don't fall under the Coliseum line per se. Is Marty Jannetty someone you have access to and maybe expect a Rockers Ultimate Edition 2 pack eventually? Steve said, glad you like the drop in the videos. I'm excited to get deep into the releases with that line. See previous reply for current answer to your question. You know, it's funny. And I think I might've been guilty of this when we interviewed Steve last year, but you get like, you have access to him and you want to ask him about all these names. But then in the back of your mind, you're going, you know exactly what he's going to answer. Like he, if they got demolition, they're not going to announce it on a message board, right? They're going to get the figures done and they're going to shock the hell out of us either at like a New York toy fair or San Diego comic-con Cause that's the way really that the figures that everybody's been cl- like Steve knows he absolutely knows who we all want. He knows we want the rockers. He knows we want demolition British bulldogs. He knows this, right? So do you think he's going to tell us on a message board? Absolutely not. I get why you ask a hundred percent. I get it because I think I was even guilty of it too. I think I did it when we uh, interviewed Bill at Stockton con a few years ago. Like what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? They're not going to tell us. They're going to shock us. And that's exactly the way it should be. We should be surprised with it. Like, oh, I had no idea they had the rights to do this guy. I've been wanting him forever. Yay, I'm getting a figure. That's how they're going to do it. They're going to show us at San Diego Comic-Con, New York Toy Fair, and shock us. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop that right now. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to make fun of you guys. I don't. <laughs> No, absolutely not making fun. Definitely not. It's just, 
I, like I said, I was guilty of it with Steve too, because you're like, oh man, I have access to this guy. I want to ask him like, okay, are we going to get so-and-so? Are we going to, but then you're like, I already know what he's going to say because <laughs> he answers the same way every single time because he has to. Next time we interview Steve, we should ask him if just for Chad horror movie barbecue, is there going to be a Sid ultimate edition? That's, that's a great question. Yes. I don't even know if it's worth asking if there's guys that he's going after. Because I'm sure he is. Like, if it's in his power at all to go get a name, I can't see Steve not going to get that name. Right. Because, again, he sees it all the time of the names that people want. All the time. So, of course, if he has access to it, him and his team are going to kill it when they finally get the rights to him. Yeah. So, it's just it's honestly just a wait and see. Be patient. And I would imagine all those names will come around at some point because I don't see Mattel losing this license anytime soon. That is it for the news. It's time for the nostalgia segment. It's time for some hot Elite 63 action. Are you ready? Let's go talk about it. Before we get into Elite 63, we want you guys to head on over to Wrestling Figure Database, of course. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But for this episode, we want you guys to go over to the WWE Main Elite Line section, 51 to 100. Then you can click Series. Then they got a little checkbox there where you can click 63, and we want you guys to follow along on WWE Elite Series 63. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Smash that donate button. Again, he's not giving us any money kickbacks or anything, dude. We we can't. <laughs> Dylan is lucky, and I love Dylan, but he's lucky that we even promoted him on this show. No, he's not. We love free plugs. <laughs> we do love giving out free plugs. We love these people, of course. So Yes, again, we do. Absolutely. Go hit that button over on WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right. Elite 63. This was a lot of firsts. So why don't you jump into that? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite Series 63. As you have here in the notes, Jeff, first series to have extra hands. Mm -hmm. Also the first series to have variants and chases. So kind of a game changer in the Elite Series. And store exclusives. And we'll we'll be getting into that in a sec. Exactly. So, first and foremost, Shinsuke Nakamura. He was in his red gear with black stripes, and he had the matching jacket accessory. Dean Ambrose, black cutoff shirt, black pants. He came with ladder and chair accessories. Next up, Kane. He had a removable mask and a chair accessory. Sami Zayn, soft goods, yep times three shirt and a black hat accessory. Shelton Benjamin. He was the variant in this one. He had the gold standard edition. That was the variant. Regular version was uh, white gear. He had a bald head. The gold standard edition had his blonde hair. Both versions packaged with a ladder accessory. Next up, Dusty Rhodes. Now, if you're looking for 1985 Dusty, but shrunken down to a six inch scale, this is it. This is a perfect Dusty Rhodes figure. I don't. I don't really don't know how else to put it. That's the only way you can put it. It's just, it's damn near perfect. Now, you've always said that the Dusty that came with the WCW ring is the best Dusty ever. Yes. However, I 
don't want to overlook this one as the best Dusty ever. Absolutely not. That one is really hard to come by. Uh, so either one. I mean, if you have to put a Dusty Rhodes figure in your collection, and you should, uh, go with either of those. The Dusty that came with that WCW ring or this one, the Elite 63. Absolutely incredible. It's so good, you're literally waiting for it to start cutting the Hard Times promo. <laughs> it's that good. Anyway, Dusty Rhodes, packaged with a Dusty Soft Goods shirt, big gold belt, sunglasses, and a trucker hat. He was in black trunks, red knee pads, and his signature white and red cowboy boots. And last but certainly not least, the chase figure. This would be Bob Backlund. Blue trunks, black boots. He came packaged with the Winged Eagle heavyweight title. Soft goods, blue robe, and soft goods, white towel accessories. That white towel would cost him the title against the Iron Sheik back before Hulkamania. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 63. Such a historic series, but like you were mentioning earlier, it's weird that it was like not Elite Series 65 or like a, a round number, like you just said. Yeah, just 63. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> but, you know, no time like the present to start, right? Well, and, and maybe that's it. You know, I don't remember if 63 led off a year, like 2018 or 29. I've kind of lost track of what series came out what year. Like if it was kicking off a new fiscal year or kicking off a new year, I don't. I really don't remember, but... It was kind of weird. You would think that it would be like, hey, starting with Elite 60, new stuff like chases, variants, extra hands, or Elite 65, you know, a round number. But nope, we're doing it with Elite 63. And it went fine. This was a game-changing series. Loved this series mainly for the Dusty Roads. Yeah, so last week I kind of made the comment that I was excited to talk about this series. But then I started to look back and I was like, oh, it's for the Dusty. You know, it really is. Yeah. You know, Shinsuke, nothing against Shinsuke, Moxley and Kane, but. And the, and the Shelton's good. And the Shelton's fantastic, especially the gold standard one. But I think I kind of had red heart emojis going on for this series all because of the Dusty. It really is all about that Dusty, dude. And the Bob Backlund, which I thought was pretty good. But when you actually do a deep dive into this and you pull the figures out, first series for hands variants store exclusives this was kind of a monumental series oh it really is yeah absolutely it changed the elite series entirely like this was at like you just said a game-changing series and i love it because this is kind of the template that they've used moving forward uh, they haven't really done many store exclusives correct me if i'm wrong in the elite line well they have well yeah i mean during this yes Yes, this started yes. a trend of, but it seems like they've kind of gone away from that a little bit. Yeah, they've kind of pumped the brakes on that. Yeah. And that could be because of re-releasing the Legends line. I think Steve actually mentioned something like that. I have to go back and do a little bit of homework, but I think it was like re-releasing the Legends line. So we don't need a Walmart exclusive Legends collector series or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The stores were getting their own exclusive series. So you know, what's one figure in an elite series. We'll just do away with that. But a really, really good series. But my main excitement really does come from that Dusty Rhodes. I guess I would call it a perfect figure. If you were having me do the uh, the pizza challenge on this one, Jeff. Yeah. Or the pizza rating. Uh -huh. This one's getting like a 9.8. Usually I'm the one being like, oh, that's way too high. I'm going to go like an 8.1. I've got to agree with you. I would probably go in the 8.991 area. Yeah, it's it's a damn near perfect figure. It's so hard to nitpick anything on it, especially with the inclusion of the trucker hat, the sunglasses. 
Like, all that is perfect. And then the big gold belt that he won from Flair in 85. Like, come on. that It's just, it's so good. It's so good. The Backlund's really well done, too. Uh, that was the store exclusive, the chase. But really, the star is Dusty. Stop tickling the taint. <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right, let's go over some eBay prices. Shinsuke Nakamura with the red pleather outfit. Last sold eBay listing, November 9th for $9.99. Ouch. Dean Ambrose, chair, ladder, last sold eBay listing, was a buy it now for $50.97. And again, I'll go back to 130point.com. I was able to see that the person that had this up accepted an offer for $45. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually surprised it was that high. Hmm. Yeah, because it's not a great Dean. It's okay. Uh, it, yeah, it's just Shield Dean Ambrose. I guess it's better than any other Shield Dean Ambrose? Question mark? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? I don't know. Kane with the removable mask last sold eBay listing was November 5th for $34.98. Sami Zayn with the Yep shirt last sold eBay listing October 30th for $19.99. Shelton Benjamin. Now what I did on this one is I did pull the regular and the variant. So I'll start with the regular. Last sold eBay listing was September 26th for $50. Wow. But again, not a ton of Shelton Benjamin figures on the market, so that makes sense. The variant last sold eBay listing was September 16th for $75. There you go. That makes sense. Shorter figure or a shorter run figure. That that makes sense. Dusty Rhodes with the dusty shirt, big gold belt, glasses, trucker hat, last sold eBay listing was October 25th for $54.99. Worth every penny. And I forgot to pull the Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> my bad i'm gonna do this live on the air so that was uh that was uh my bad i'm sorry Oops. uh well, you know what stuff happens scott i need you to do filler you want to do some of the roast that you did on uh no no i really don't okay no no the, the <laughs> those stay separate dude oh we gotta this keep family friendly drunk wrestling history is not family friendly <laughs> sorry i'll not sh- be sharing any of my roast jokes on this show are you sure? Positive. Is it because we'd be kick off the air? <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> Nobody's going to kick us off, but we might be like hearing from people going, come on, guys, really? <laughs> My kids were listening. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, just found it. Bob Backlin last sold eBay listing was October 19th for $51 on eight bids. Okay, there you go. So Shelton Benjamin was the winner in this one. The very Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So that rounds out WWE Elite Series 63. Now we're going to play a new game. Ooh, a new game? I like new games. You're not going to like this one. So, because <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I just put new game in the notes, so you're going to be surprised. I was excited at first. Now I think it sucks. Don't be surprised. You're going to hate me after the show. All right. <laughs> more than I do now? Wow. Way more. All right. Let's get into the new game. All right, Scott, you don't know anything about this game, but this game is called Can I Last a Minute? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Nope. 
<laughs> so what I'm going to do, and everybody at home can follow along, I have to do this on real time. So I am going to, on my stopwatch, hit start. And Scott, you have one minute to guess the wrestling figure that I have chosen. You can ask any question. Is the wrestler alive? Are they passed? Okay. You can ask, is it from Jax? You can ask if it's from Gloob. You can ask if it's from Hasbro, LJN. All, you can ask any question, but you have one minute. And at the end of the minute, you have one final guess. You can actually guess during if you would like. But at the end, you do get one final guess. Um, do you only answer yes or no? Correct. <laughs> and I have a minute. You have one minute. Okay, approximately how many wrestling figures have been created since the dawn of time? Uh, quite a few, Scott. Great. You know what? You you called it earlier. I hate this game. <laughs> no, the game's actually called Can I Last a Minute? <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready? Uh, <laughs> so I will begin the stopwatch now. Is it an LJN? No. Hasbro? No. Jax? No. Mattel? No. Remco? No. Just Toys Bendems? No. Toy Biz? No. OSFTM? No. Dude, come on, Popey? No. Oh my god. Galoob? Yes. Okay. Uh, has the wrestler passed? No. Sting? No. Ric Flair? No. Arn Anderson? No. Sid Vicious? No. Mm, uh, Ron Simmons? No. Dustin Rhodes? Very good. You got it in 42 seconds. Great job, dude. Wow. Dude, you got that in 42 seconds. Great work, man. I was starting to get a little concerned because I I was running out of wrestling figure companies. Well, excellent job. Thank you. Maybe this game isn't as fun. I was going um, Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes next. After Dustin Rhodes, I was going Fabulous Freebirds. And then I was going to really start to panic. Oh, well... I applaud you, dude. Great job. Great Thank job. You. Thank you. Thank you. Round of applause. I'm, I'm very special. <laughs> well, good job, dude. I applaud you. That's the first one. Now we get to play it again. Wait, what? Yep, that's it. <laughs> you know, the game only lasts like under a minute. I mean, are you thinking we're going to choose one wrestler? Well, how many are we doing here? Two. Oh, okay. That's not All right. bad. All right. So overall, how you feeling? Do you like it? I'm I'm feeling pretty strong. I got the first one right out of the gate. Okay, okay. I'm wondering what the listeners think, but we'll find out from them after this. As a callback, I'm feeling like Will Clark, who hit a home run in his first at-bat off of Nolan Ryan. Very good. I like how you did that. Very good. Thank you. Okay. I am going to start the stopwatch now. It's an LJN. No. Hasbro. Yes. Okay, Hasbro. Uh, the wrestler is still alive? No. They're not alive. No. Is it from a later... Uh, is it from Series 1? No. Series 2? No. Oh, crap. Series 3? No. <laughs> Series 4? No. It's Giant Gonzalez? No. Adam Bomb? No. Ludwig Borga? Wait, no. Adam Bomb's alive. What the hell's wrong with me? Uh, This wrestler has passed. Correct. Did this wrestler have a jumpy pose? No. Punchy arm. No. 
where, where the arms went up and smashed down? No. Was this wrestler wearing uh, entrance attire? No. So this wrestler was in their wrestling gear? Five seconds. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. Two, one. You get one final guess. So it's a wrestler who has passed who is not in the first four series. It's Bam Bam Bigelow. Incorrect. It is Hasbro Doink. Damn it. <laughs> so close. Hey, one out of two is not bad. Do you want to do it again? Actually, yes, it is. It's a 50%. That's an F. That's horrible. Well, okay. Now we have to have a tiebreaker. And now I got to come up with another figure off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think a minute is fair in in all seriousness. I, I don't think a minute is fair. You don't think a minute is fair? No, I think with something like this, especially like, is it a Mattel? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, crap. Because there's so many. I mean, that line's been going for, what are we at? 12 years now? Almost 13? Correct. But at the same time, you can ask questions like alive, past. Um, the only bad thing is, is like, you're going to get into different series. Like, I wouldn't be doing the Jack's Bone Cruncher. <sighs> I won't, I wouldn't go into like special giveaways where Austin's wearing a WrestleMania 15 shirt. That's ridiculous. Hmm. So I do have one more if you want to go for it. Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, so best two out of three, I guess we can do. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. I'm going to start the watch now. Is it an LJN? No. Hasbro? No. Remco? No. Galoob? No. Jax? No. Mattel? Yes. Okay, so it's a Mattel. Is it from the Elite Series? No. Is it an Ultimate Edition? No. Is it a, uh, oh shoot, uh, Defining Moment? Yes. Hulk Hogan? No. Randy Savage? No. Ultimate Warrior? No. Ric Flair? No. Stone Cold? No. It's Razor Ramon. Very good. 30 seconds. All right, so you did it, man. I applaud <laughs> you again. <laughs> Okay, okay, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> All right, hey, two out of three, I'll take it. All right, good job, man. That's a D, that's enough to get me through high school. <laughs> All right, Scott did not last a minute. Good job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding form, dude, holding form. <laughs> no, good job, man. Is that game stressful? Like, are you just like uh, tense? No, it is kind of stressful because like you can almost visualize the sands through the hourglass dropping down for that one minute. And like right. you're you're just furiously in your brain going through those folders. And I'm very old. So the <laughs> folders don't turn as quickly as they used to. So yes, it's very stressful. Okay. Okay. I wanted to see how you would do on that. I have to be honest, something popped up in my Facebook reels or whatever it is. It's kinda like TikTok, but not they don't call it TikTok or whatnot. Right. But basically there's these two guys on another show. I'm not sure what show it is, but they just popped up on my feed. And they would have to guess the wrestler. So they weren't even doing wrestling figures. They were doing the wrestler. Oh, wow. So they could ask, were they 90s? Yes. Were they part of WCW? Yes. Uh, were they part of the NWO? They could ask any question they wanted. And they had so a minute. They had a minute. Wow. Do you want to try that with a, just a wrestler, just a random wrestler right now? Oof. Uh, sure. Let's do it. Why not? Okay. All right. I have a wrestler in my head. Oh, you do? I do. I see. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go all Johnny Carson 
here on it for when he was the the great guessing guy. Karnak, <laughs> Car- the great Karnak was that it was the great Karnak. Okay, you have a wrestler in your head. Yes, it's I, it's, it's Johnny B. Bad. No, but I I haven't even started the watch yet. Oh, darn it! <laughs> I was trying to guess even before we started the game. Oh, okay, that was uh, actually a, a good guess. I think. Anyways. Okay. All right. I am going to start, and it could be any wrestler. I'm going to start the watch now. Is he from the 80s? Yes. WWF or, I'm sorry, is he WWF? No. Is he WCW? No. Is he NWA? No. Is he AWA? Yes. Greg Gagne? No. Stan Hansen? No. Rick Martell? No. Was he a face or, uh, was he a face? No. He was a heel then. Okay, uh, Kurt Henning? No. Jerry Lawler? No. Darn it. Oh, gosh. Uh, Nick Bockwinkle? No. Ken Patera? No. Oh, dude. Larry Zabisco? No. Ask more general questions. Uh, Did he hold any titles in AWA? No. No? Buck Zumhoff? No, eight seconds. Oh, man. Uh, Vader? No. Or Leon White, I guess. Oh, crap. Uh, Boris Dukov? No. One minute's up. Do you have a final guess? So this guy's was, this, he was a heel who never won a title. Correct. I should have asked, was there a Remco figure of him? Yes. Okay, hold on. The minute's up, but that's okay. Um, hold on. I'm I'm taking full advantage of my final minute here. <laughs> Nord the Barbarian. Nope. Damn it! Actually, I have to check if he won a title. I don't think he did. Well, I know that Nord did not, so that's why I guessed him. I'm just confirming he didn't win. No, he didn't. Okay, cool, cool, cool. He did not win a title in the AWA. Okay, so that wouldn't have been Boris Zukov either because Boris was a tag team champion there. My guy was Wild Bill Irwin. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to thank you for getting his name out on this show. That's why I actually came up with it at the end of the show. (laughs) Well done. Very well done. All right, two for four. Screw it. Okay. All right, all right. I thought that was kind of fun. I think you have to ask more general questions until you get to a definitive. So, like, if you would have said, if he is he part of a tag team? Okay. I, I would have said yes, and then you could have narrowed it down to a tag team. Totally. So, so like, then you could have asked the Kurt Henning, the Greg Gagne question. The, yeah. So, it's asking general questions until you can finally start to narrow it down. Because when I was watching these guys, they were like, did he win the IC title in the 90s? When Was he ever a heavyweight champion? They started asking general questions until about, I'd say about 35 second mark. And then they would kind of start to guess or go back to the general questions if they missed it on the first few guesses. Okay. Yeah, and it is stressful because I should have asked right off the bat when you said, yes, he's in the AWA. Did he have a Remco figure? Because then that really would have whittled down the talent pool. Yep, exactly. Damn it. So, all right. Good job, man. I applaud you. Thank you. I guess that's not bad for my first time playing. I told you uh, you would hate me after that game. Eh, it's not as severe as I thought it was going to be. On a couple of questions, Scott did last a minute. 
It doesn't happen often. But when it does, I expect a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Shan, if you're listening. Actually, I did not expect that round of applause from my brother. So... (laughs) He couldn't leave his little brothers behind. Oh, disgusting. And that (laughs) rounds out the show. I want everybody to check out Wrestling Toy Tracker, who was actually on Breaker Side Project. You know it's fake, right, this past week. So go check that out. Oh, very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, but actually go check out Wrestling Toy Tracker, where they take the three-month average of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, and retro so go check it out on wrestlingtoytracker.com speaking of breaker check out his main show with breaker and bane they're doing a power hour where they do wrestling talk toy talk all the talk over at breaker and bane's power hour also check out the tb toy cast and I want to throw a shout out to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast who just started a Facebook group. So search that in Facebook. Get on it. The PPW Podcast. Steve started that Facebook group. A lot of fun with a lot of the the normies, I guess you could say, from the Fig Life. Plus a few other people that are contributing to that Facebook group. So go check that out in the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast Facebook group and check out their show as well. Also... Check out our friends Sashina and Marco over at the Chick Foley Show. We got Justin Summers with that smooth, velvety voice doing wrestling cheers. RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boots to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. Soda and Ethan just announced, well, they didn't have to announce, but they went over the winner of the NASCAR championship this past week. So check that out in the Marbles Pod. And Scott. What's up with Junk Wrestling History? Yep. If you missed it, our roast dropped a week ago. So go check that out. You can hear a bunch of foul jokes that are sure to insult your senses. Unless you're having a few drinks, then you might laugh like we were. Anyway, we're Drunk Wrestling History at Wrestling underscore Drunk on Twitter. The show that dropped today, Friday, was Drunken Antics. These are wrestlers who got in trouble for doing stupid drunken things, as drunks tend to do on occasion. Uh, Not only drinking, but uh, could have been other substances as well. You may hear about Hacksaw Duggan and Iron Sheik on a joyride (laughs) getting pulled over in 1988. That may pop up. Check it out wherever you grab your other podcasts from. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, where we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk. Did Marty Jannetty make an appearance? Didn't need to. We did a whole episode on him. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We were like, you know what? We we smashed him enough in that episode, so we'll just leave Marty alone now. <laughs> also, check out our good buddies, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. The dude's doing amazing custom jobs on Hasbro figures. Go check him out. He just dropped Brother Love, Paul Bearer. In addition to others, he was doing custom paint jobs on custom heads for figures. He does incredible work. He does it all. If you need artwork, he can do that. Make a t-shirt out of it, like Jeff and I do. Or if you're into the custom figures, specifically Hasbro, go check out Jason's work on his social medias at The Art of Jason Wolf. He does incredible work if he's not your artist. He should be. He's ours. We love him. The great Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. What a fun game. I actually really like that game. I started thinking back while you were doing the uh, thing with Jason, and that's... I like that game. We should do that more often. 
Yeah, I dig it, dude. That's a fun one. We could actually do like giveaways and stuff. If we ever do like a live show. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, we could do the the one minute game. Can you last a minute? Can you last a minute? All right. That was a lot of fun. And I hope everybody else played along on as well. Shouting, dude, say this, ask <sighs> this. Yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah. Scott, for episode 355, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, Fig License 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 355, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.